Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. In Joel chapter 2, God makes a mind-boggling promise to me and you. A promise that some believers don't really know about, much less believe that they can receive. So, the benefits of this promise, they never receive. God tells us that he'll restore everything that the devil has stolen and or devoured from us, including the years he devoured from us. That includes all the time as well as all the dimes that the devil devoured in our lives. Now that's a real big promise that'll have a real big effect on our lives when it comes to pass. Brothers and sisters, we're blessed to have a God who's big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in our lives. The promise of recovery and restoration of the things that were lost and stolen in our lives is ours. It's been promised to us by our Father. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. It's important for us to be able to understand that some healings occur immediately, directly, instantly. They occur at once. Well, if that's so, if that wasn't the only one he did so, then we should be able to show you other people in the scripture that he did so. Well, let's show you some. Turn to Mark chapter 5, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Let's read verse 29. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Sometimes you can have some things where it happens straightway. It happens sometimes when I'm praying, much, most of the time, when I'm praying for people right here. Praise God. They'll tell me about a situation that they're dealing with. Oh, Pastor, I'm hurting him, I'm hurting him, I'm hurting him. So we pray, praise God. And then before they walk away, I say, now stop, stop. Do something you couldn't do before. Praise God. And then they go to do it. They'll be like, it's gone. And I'll be like, but bless the name of the Lord. Because immediately, straightway, it happens. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. And straightway, the fountain of our blood was, was, was immediately dried up. Praise God. And Jesus recognized it too. She wasn't the only one that recognized it. Jesus recognized it too. Because in verse 30, Jesus, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? He didn't know who did it. Who touched my clothes? He didn't know who did it. But he knew this. Somebody touched him with a touch of faith because they received what he had in store for him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Two people going to know it immediately. God's going to know it. You're going to know it. Two people going to know it immediately. God's going to know it. You're going to know it. And you're going to be able to shout about it too. Turn to Matthew chapter 8. Praise God. It's going to happen immediately for some of you. Matthew chapter 8. We'll begin reading in verse 1. It says, when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Immediately 
his leprosy was clean. Let me read it to you out of the Bible in basic English. It might help a little bit so you don't get bored with that word immediately. It says, and he put his hand on him saying, it is my pleasure. Be clean. And straightway he was made clean. And he put his hand on him saying, it is my pleasure. We're going to bring the Lord pleasure. It is my pleasure. Be clean. And straightway, straight away, he was made, he was made clean. Once again, this ain't going to take God long because it's his pleasure to do so. It don't take God long because it's his pleasure to do so. Just like you hurry up and get to the things that you enjoy doing. He hurry up and get to the things he enjoy doing. And one of the things he enjoy doing is healing. One of the things he enjoy doing is blessing. So he ain't going to drag his feet at it. He's going to hurry up and get at it. Are you listening to me up in here? It ain't going to be like some folk in coming to church. Praise God. You know, they drag their feet to get here. Praise God. They get here. You know, they, they drag their feet to get here. Praise God. But then as soon as you say every head bow, praise God, all of a sudden you see the quickness that they always had, praise God. Hallelujah, because then they get to running out and knocking folk down trying to get out, praise God. Hallelujah. Why? So they can get to what they really want to do. Well, see, what God really want to do is heal you. So he's going to turn around and bless you. And he said, it's my pleasure to do so. He's going to do it immediately. Turn to Mark chapter 1, please. There's another one. Here's another one. Just walking through some scriptures showing you some people that got theirs immediately so that you can begin to start getting pumped up within you that, wait a minute, wait a minute. This can happen for me immediately. I don't have to wait for this. This can happen immediately. Mark chapter 1, verse 29. Let's do 28 and come on down. It says, and immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region about roundabout Galilee. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever. And Anon, they tell him of her, which meant immediately they told him of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And immediately... The fever left her. Immediately. The fever left her. Now that's how it go. Because this, this chick had a fever. Anybody here ever had a fever? When she says she was sick of a fever. It means to be on fire. That is to have a fever. To be on fire. I like how you use that word to make sure you understand. The girlfriend just wasn't like, you know, she didn't go from like 98.6 to 97. She wasn't like at 99, 99, nothing like that. Praise God. Girlfriend was on fire. And all he did was touch her hand, raise her up. And immediately the fever was gone. The reason why I asked her, have anybody ever had a fever? Have you ever done anything? Maybe take medication or something like that. Put cold, cold towels on your head or something like that in order to break the fever. How long did it take? Took a while, huh? Anybody ever tried to break a baby's fever? Quick. It happened immediately, didn't it? No. How long? It took a while, right? Sometimes overnight. Sometimes next day. Sometimes for a while. 
Not with Jesus. Jesus did it immediately. Girl from window, say 103 down to 98.6. Just like that. By the time he touched her hand and caused her to stand to her feet, she was already healed before she hit her feet. How I know that? Because it says, and she ministered unto them. And she ministered unto him. Ladies in the house, be real now. Ladies in the house, say, hey. If you got a fever, you ain't feeling good. And somebody say, what's for dinner? Why y'all laughing? Why y'all laughing? Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you ain't going for that. Praise God. That last thing that you're thinking about. You ain't thinking about that. But no, not girlfriend. Because <laughs> usually when a person has a fever, fever breaks and goes away gradually. But girlfriends went away immediately. Why? Because she got up and fried them some chicken. Made them a salad. Stirred them some Kool-Aid. Hallelujah. Is anybody hearing me up here? Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Made, made them some Kool-Aid, praise God. Glory to the living God. Her hospitality returned. And she got to fixing up and whooping up some stuff for them and start making them feel good, too. See, see, that's good. But look how, happened, how it happened. Immediately. Immediately the fever left her. Immediately they told Jesus about it. Immediately did something about, Jesus did something about it. And immediately she got healed. Look at that cycle of immediately. So don't drag your feet about saying what you need to the Lord. Because if you do it immediately, you'll start a chain reaction of immediately. Does that make sense to anybody over here? Turn to Mark chapter 10. Praise God. Mark chapter 10. I'm just walking you through some scriptures of some folk that got their stuff immediately. Well, why am I doing that? Not to bore you. Praise God. But it's to hopefully get your faith up on the fact that it can happen for you. Because one of these is going to hit you. And you're going to be like, wait a minute. I can get mine immediately. I can get mine immediately. Because God's not a respecter person. He respects faith. And all of them have faith. Well, she didn't. They don't say nothing about she had faith. Well, the ones that told Jesus had it. Because remember, they had just came back from Jesus. With, they came back from the road with Jesus while he was ministering on the people all over the place. They knew what he was capable of doing. They knew he was capable. So as so, soon as the door opened and they went inside, and, and, and I you know, this doesn't say, but you know, come on now. Somebody hit the house, you say something. You don't just walk in the house and don't say nothing. You hit the house, you say something. Pete was home. His wife is there. He done been on the road in ministry. He ain't seen his wife. He said, yo, baby, what's up? How you doing, girl? What's up? What's up? She said, oh, it's good to see you, but, you know, mine ain't feeling that good. What's wrong with her? She got a fever. I told her, just take aspirin. Come on. Folk hungry. He said, no, this ain't that, this ain't that kind of thing. She is on fire. Gee. She on fire. Come on over. Handle that for us. Why? Because they had faith he could do it. And he did it. Do you have faith he can do it? You better tell him. We're in Mark chapter 10, verse 46. Here we see where the people received their sight immediately. Verse 46, it says, and they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat at the highway side begging. 
And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many, of course, charged him that he should hold his peace. Shut up. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. Notice he didn't stood still the first time that he said something to him. He stood still the second time he said something to him. Sometimes people just call out that they want something. They don't really want nothing. They just throw it out there and see what happens. Jesus don't play games. He don't even respond to that. It's not until he know you for real. Because when my man ran into opposition, when my man ran into opposition and he kept pressing through, he said, he for real. I can go ahead and answer him. Some of y'all running into opposition. Cry out the louder. Jesus said, hear you. Why? Because he know you, you know you're serious about this now. And immediately, and Jesus stood still and commanded that he be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, hey, be of good cheer. Rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said. Of course, we already found out that that word answered means that he concluded within himself. Which means Jesus already decided what he was going to do. Just like with you. He already decided what you were going to do. He already told you what he was going to do. Rest, recovery and restoration of your health. So what are you going to do? And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wast thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said to him, unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. And follow Jesus in the way. Immediately he received his sight. And follow Jesus in the way. Immediately. Let me read it out of the Wayman translations. Wayman's New Testament renders verse 52 this way. It says, go, said Jesus. Your faith has cured you. Instantly he regained his sight and followed him along the road. Instantly. Which means before the words even left Jesus' lips, it had changed. Before the words even left his lips, it had changed. That's how I can be with you. You can hear what God has to say. And by the time those words hit your ear, boom, a change can happen. By the time the words that Jesus speak, because, you know, his word is, is, is health to your flesh. Remember, we learned that in Proverbs chapter 4, it's health to your flesh. Which means that once that word is heard, boom, it can, it can happen just like that. That you can hear it, and boom, it happened just like that. Glory to the living God. Have your faith for that. That if I hear it, I can have it. That if I hear it, it's mine. Not going to be mine. It's mine. That's mine right there. Somebody say, that's mine right there. Amen. Turn to Luke chapter 13, please. Immediately, instantly, it happened for my man. Mark, Luke, we're going to turn into Luke chapter 13. Once again, we're just reading these scriptures so that you can faith, get your faith up for some immediates. Because God wants to do some immediates for you guys. He wants to do some, some, some quick moves for you guys. You said you want to magnify his name. You want to glorify his name. Oh God. Well, one of his names is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that healeth thee. Let's make it visible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 13, verse 10. It says, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, 
there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself. By no wise lift herself. Scripture tells us that this woman was bowed together for 18 years. That word bowed together right there means to stoop altogether. To stoop altogether. That is completely overcome by something. Completely overcome by. And of course, bias by something. Overcome by something. Which meant that there was some kind of infirmity that was on her. That had bowed her over. Stooped her over. To the point that she couldn't even stand up straight. Eastside Detroit version says bent over. Bent chick over. That it bent chick over. She was bent over. Holler. Now usually you bend over to pick up something. Bend over to do something. Praise God. But after that you stand back up straight. Are you listening to me up in here? She was bent over. Couldn't stand back up straight. Everybody said that's jacked up. Because it said, once again, let's read it again. It says in verse 11, And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bound, bound together and could in no wise lift up herself. That phrase lift up means to unbend. To unbend, which means she bent, but she couldn't unbend. She bent over, but she couldn't unbend. But we find out that she was bent over because of something that was affecting her. She didn't bend over because she wanted to bend over and got stuck. She, something was pushing her over, moving her over, until eventually she was bent over. I've seen people like that. Some people walk, like, maybe bent over like that. Whereas God, I've seen people with their heads down the whole time. Put a hat on their head, and they just walk. And they just, and they just walk. Or they just, they just walk. And they just, they just bent. They, just, they, they never straightened back up. That's what, that was what was happening with this chick. She was bent over like that. Let me read verse 11 out of the Revised Standard Version. It put it this way. It says, and there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. Could not fully straighten herself. The implication is that she tried to do it, but couldn't do it. Sometimes she could go up a little bit more, but she couldn't do it. She could she was bent over and couldn't straighten herself out. At least not fully. She couldn't do so. It was beyond her ability to do so. The Montgomery New Testament, it renders verse 11 this way. Montgomery New Testament says, A woman was present who had a spirit of inter- infirmity for 18 years. She was bent double and could not lift herself up at all. She couldn't lift herself up at all. All. Now, I don't know. This is just me. 18 years of being bent over like that and can't lift yourself up at all? Most folks stop trying. Most folks be thinking that's it. But here Jesus come in and provide her with a hope that this can happen. Provide her with the faith necessary that this can happen. That the impossible is possible. Do you believe that your situation, which may seem impossible, is possible? Do you believe your situation in which you've tried and tried and can't do nothing about it? Not, no, not at all. But he can do about something about it completely in all, in all. 
Montgomery translation says that she was bent over and couldn't straighten up at all. That meant she probably gave up. Let me read it out of the Message Bible. The Message Bible renders verse 11 this way. It says, there was a woman present, so twisted and bent over with arthritis that she couldn't even look up. She had been afflicted with this for 18 years. Listen to that. She was so twisted and bent over with arthritis that she couldn't even look up. The message Bible tells us the woman was twisted and bent over with arthritis, which means it even identifies what the actual problem was. And she was so bent that she couldn't even look up. But let's look and see what happened. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Verse 12 says, and when Jesus saw her, he called to her and said unto her, woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Now stop once again. I know you read the Bible off as you're like, yeah, Jesus said that. Hold up, hold up. 18 years. Been over. Trying. Can't stand up. Trying. Can't do nothing. 18 years of being unsuccessful. Imagine if you take a class and every time you take it, you flunk it. 18 years you've been flunking this same class. Live folk, be ready to quit after that time. Live folk would have quit a long, long time ago. We'll see what happened. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. I bet she did. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. That word immediately right there means at the time, at the thing itself, that is instantly, at the thing itself. Which means once he put his hand on her girlfriend, straightened out. Once he put her hand, his hand on her, she straightened out. She was made straight. That means to straighten up. She straightened up. The Bible says she was bent over double. She was bent over doubles. So she didn't just have like a little stoop. She was bent over to the point that she was like folded. And girlfriend come unfolded. As soon as Jesus put his hand on her. And look how it happened immediately, which means at the thing itself. That is instantly this thing happened. Before she could even second guess it, bam, it, hopped, it popped into place. She's like, whoa. And began to glorify God. She said, hallelujah. She probably told the band, hey, kick up the song. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I want to praise his name. Each day is just the same. I'm going to praise him. Look what the Lord has done. She got to jam and praise God. She got to partying up in there. Woo! I bet you you party too. Straighten up and see what you do. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. Brothers and sisters, because we're in Christ, the promise God made in Joel chapter 2 is a promise that's available to me and you. That God will restore everything that the devil has stolen from me and you when we believe and stand on the promise in Joel chapter 2. Even though it might seem like it's a real big thing to do, maybe even too much for anybody to do, our God is big enough and loves us enough 
to be able to bring that real big promise to pass in the lives of me and you. He'll do it for us because of his love for us. It's good to know that we're loved by and are privileged to be in the family of a God who is also a God of recovery and restoration. He loves us enough to recover and restore what's been lost by us and stolen from us. Let's love him enough to let him do it for us. Let's let him bring recovery and restoration to us. He wants to, we might as well let him do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it to you, ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, no problem. We'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. Thank God for radio and internet, but there's nothing like being in the house of God. If you can, don't miss out on the awesome opportunity of being in your father's house with your brothers and sisters in church on Sunday. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.